Today we are going to look at a photograph by John Adler, uh, a photograph that was taken in the mountains, obviously, with a creek, a mountain stream, and then some mountain peaks in the background, and some vegetation, a lot of vegetation all around. The first thing that really struck me when I started looking at this photograph was the very bright part here. The top of an image is always very important, and uh, we have some blue sky, but we also have some totally white clouds, and that's very disturbing because I'd like to see some details in it, or I'd like to have no sky at all. So one solution is to crop the top of the photograph, and that can be done very simply by choosing the crop tool and then just cropping the top of the photograph just above the mountain. And the problem if we do that is that it really doesn't help a whole lot because we still have a lot of the blue things here, the blue sky, and then some of the branches from the tree. And now we've cut the top of that tree, which is actually very useful. So ideally, what I would have liked if I could have my way with this photograph, I could have anything I want, is have more space at the top of the photograph. So what we're going to do is we're going to increase the pixel size of the photograph by making the height a little bit larger than the width. Okay, so that's what we have now. Oops. And we have this empty space. And I'm going to take a brush just to paint on the image, a small brush size, just so that I can paint on the image. Uh, and I'm going to choose a black color and give you an idea of what I wanted. The first thing that I would like is, we can see there is a diagonal here in the image, and I would have liked this diagonal to continue here. So that would be the first thing. Then the second thing is, let's say that we have clouds here, like that. I would have liked these clouds to finish up there. And then, at that point, I think I would have cropped the photograph, something like that. So that's just to show what I would have liked to have if this was a perfect world. And then again here, the um, mountain can continue and we could have branches from the tree, you know, like this, okay. So let's see if I can clone this, just to add a heck of it, if I can clone a little bit of this to make it more realistic than just uh, a blank space. So here we have more of the mountain and then this is going to be harder because we really don't have much at all here. So I'm going to just choose some blue and then just paint with blue. So that, that's going to make it easier. Increase the brush size and just paint with blue here, like that. You know, just, just to show that that would be the sky here. Okay. This is very rough, you know. And then I'm going to use some white and paint some white clouds. Okay, so you know these are very rough clouds. These are not very sophisticated because I can't clone over the photograph very well. And then here I'm going to add some mountain, and then on this side I'm going to increase the mountain again. Okay, so you know very rough, uh, and this is not designed to be a masterpiece. This is just to show what we can do if we had. I either used the wider lens or if we had backed up a few feet when the photograph was taken and what we would have got, okay? Just just uh, an idea. So very rough and I'm going to try to make it even better by 
taking a brush and here I had a very 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 hard brush so I'm going to soften the brush quite a bit and again paint with white and now I'm creating a little bit more of a fluffy cloud effect okay and for good measure I'm going to go back and paint a little bit more blue here and there just just to make it it's not very realistic you know I'm not doing too well uh, but that's all right you got the idea so anyway what we have now and maybe we should just make the whole sky blue. Yeah, that's that's better. I think this is a blue sky sort of photograph. Okay, so here we are. And what do we have? We have a photograph now that's a whole lot more logical and a lot lot more interesting than before. Okay, because we can see the top of the mountain. We're not disturbed with the blue sky, and then we have a taller photograph. And to some extent, because the right side isn't all that interesting, really, it's just vegetation. We're going to crop some of it. And now we have a nice, you know, sort of a 4 by 5 ratio photograph. And let's see what we had to start with. And let's see what we have now. Very different. Very interesting. And I'm not saying that that's the way, but I think that I, I really need more in terms of the top. And I wish I could really paint some nice clouds in here, but, you know... Um, this is much more difficult than it seems. So here I'm actually doing a whole lot better now because what I have done is I've created a diffuse brush and then I've created a semi-transparent brush. So some clouds a little bit. All right, so that, that gives us an idea of what you know that could be. But that's not enough. I would also like to open up the shadows here. And these are very, very dark shadows. And we can achieve that very quickly. Uh, this is just, uh, you know, for starters, so to speak, just just a brief, you know, cleanup of the shadows. And now we don't have to worry about the, the highlights because the highlights have been taken care of through the cloning that I've done. But now we've also cleaned up the shadows and I'm going to brighten the colors also because the truly interesting part of this photograph to me is the relationship between the mountain and then the trees here. And this is what we have so far and this is what we have now. We've increased the saturation in all of the colors including the blue of the shadows here. And you can see that these gray rocks are actually bluish and that's because they are lit by the blue sky above. They're obviously in the shade and my take based on that color here, is that although there were clouds on the horizon or above the mountain, there were no clouds up there in the sky. And when John took this photograph, the light on these rocks was basically the light of the blue sky. And, and the blue sky gave its color to the rocks. And as soon as we increase the saturation a little bit, we get that color to show up in the rocks. And here I'm darkening the sky a little bit just to show that the darker sky actually echoes the color of the rocks and makes the photograph look more interesting, more all together there in a way. We bring the top and the bottom together. So we're going to click OK on that and I'm going to try cropping the photograph just above the mountain since we don't really have a cloud and see what that gives me. So this is what I got and if we compare to what I had in the beginning, okay, and what I have now is quite a bit of difference. And the difference essentially is that I got rid of the white area in the sky, which is very disturbing because it is the brightest area. And as we know, the eye will always go to the part that is either the brightest 
or has the highest contrast, that is the highest difference between light and dark. And in the case of this image, it's here at the top. That's where you have the highest contrast. You have very, very dark ridge here, and then pure white, and that just doesn't work. And as soon as this is resolved, now the eye naturally migrates to the bottom. And notice how this half moon shape here is now echoed into the half moon shape of the river, and the blue here is echoed by the blue of the sky. And of course, I realize that that's a factice sky because I painted it in. So uh, it's not real, but it does have a quality. So what can we do if we go back to the original image and we try to reduce the contrast of that image? Well, what we will have is something like this. And I'm just brightening the contrast, the shadows, a little bit, very, very rapidly. And that's what we would have, okay, so before and after. And what I'm going to do before I do that is I'm going to save and here what I'm doing is I'm working in the history palette and I'm going to go to new snapshot and I'm going to save a new snapshot I'm going to call it AB Alan Brio uh, for the fact that it's my manipulation and I'm saving a snapshot and when I go back and forth I can go back and forth to that snapshot every time I want to and so I'm going to go back for a few minutes to my original version to the original photograph by John and I'm going to open up the shadows again, okay, like that, saturate the image, and just click OK, and again, I'm going to save it as a snapshot. So now we have, and I'm going to call it J for John. I'm going to go now, so now we have, I'm going to put it to the side here, and I'm going to move the photograph so we can see everything. This is the original, this is my version, and this is the version after the changes brightening the photograph. So this this version here is the exact same as this one. I haven't touched the clouds, but I have brightened the foreground and saturated the colors. And then that's my version with the blue sky, which of course is heavily manipulated. But what we can see here is the image is almost perfect, very nice colors, very nice saturation, a little bit jumbled, but you know a lot of elements together that, that create a sort of a feeling of being a little bit confusing to the eye, but on a large print, because I think that's the kind of photograph that would have to be printed large, you would see the detail more and you would also spread the elements more. So the jumbleness would actually be less of a problem on large print. It's a problem here because we are seeing a very small image. But um, the main problem now has become the sky here. And there is nothing we can do to that because uh, it's simply something that would have had to be done in the camera. I can paint some blue over it like I did before, just to give you a feel of how uh, this image would look if we had some blue sky instead of white, and that's about what we got. And it's not very difficult to do a very good job because uh, obviously the problem is, is that even if I paint with semi-transparent blue, I paint a little bit on the rest of the image. But that's what we would have. Um, and the real problem is that this is something that had to be done in the camera. Not We can't do it afterwards in the studio. So this image basically is not quite salvageable. We can't really save it because we need some texture in the sky. And what we had to do here is wait a little bit for the clouds to move on or for the sky to clear up over the mountain and take the photo at that time. Because now we are facing the fact that we have this 
pure white area at the top that can't quite be made to have details and that's very disturbing so we're going to have to leave it like that i can just give you the knowledge that this had to be done and of course we could try to crop the photograph further and that way we would actually eliminate the um, problem of the clouds but of course now we lose the mountain and so it doesn't work quite as well so this is all about i can do with this photograph um, definitely you know i think the scene is attractive but there is a need to spend more time in the field waiting uh, ansel adams said many times that he waited forever for the right clouds to be in the sky because he knew that the scene itself was not enough we had to have the clouds to really finish it up to really bring the whole image together to bring the sky and the land together because the clouds are so important and when you photograph a sky with clouds the shape of the clouds the position of the clouds are very very important so this is what i'd like to leave you with in this image and again some very beautiful colors some interesting shapes you know fall in a mountain setting uh, but unfortunately uh, the clouds just don't quite do it for the image.